0: Uh, did you see Miranda Devine today in the New York Post? Uh, there is a new documentary, uh, The Truth of George Floyd. Now, mm, some of us has been, have been on this for a long time, and I've been pointing out some basic uh, uh, facts about this case that nobody else would acknowledge. And I've been doing it for a good two years now, a good two, two and a half years, I definitely started raising the questions in twenty twenty. I can't say I raised them like you know the Monday after it happened or the Tuesday, the week after Memorial Day. I had a I was taking it in, and uh you know I uh, but by the end of twenty twenty, actually by the end of that summer, I'm like, hey, hold on a second, this doesn't make sense, and everyone's going bananas about George Floyd. I think it's a little bit over the top, and let's consider these facts and there were some pretty big facts, so anyway. There's a new documentary out from a police chief's wife, and they interview Derek Chauvin. They, they, it's just, it's really, really, I got to see this thing. It's called The Fall of Minneapolis. And uh, let's go through it. There's, uh, Miranda Devine, Miranda Devine. She, nobody, nobody writes like Miranda Devine, I tell you. She is uh, New York Post Australian, but boy, oh boy, does she know this country. Here we go. Ready? It's a self-protective aspect of human nature to put aside painful memories. And that's what most of us have done about the murderous riots in the summer of 2020 that were sparked by George Floyd's death in Minneapolis. But for the people of that fallen city and for all the cops across the nation who were abandoned and betrayed by their feckless political leaders, the pain still burns bright. It ought to burn for the rest of us, too, because we are still suffering the consequences in the catastrophic breakdown of law and order nationwide. We will continue to do so while the lies about George Floyd's death are left to fester. A brilliant new crowdfunded documentary, The Fall of Minneapolis, aims to remedy our collective amnesia about the events of May 25th, 2020, a time when the country was already half mad from the ravages of COVID-19 and forced lockdowns, and when Democratic Party operatives, including candidates Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, seized on the defund the police movement in order to bring down President Trump. So many lies have been told since, and so much truth buried by the big tech censors that control reality that the documentary arrives like a slap in the face. Wake up, it says. Remember, look at the truth and hang your head in shame. Uh, Hang your head in shame a little that you allowed yourself to be fooled. The fall of Minneapolis reveals a shocking tale of injustice and perfidy and a ruthless... Poli- what does perfidy mean? Something about lying. Let me just... i got to look that up. Sorry, guys. Uh Perfidy. Breaking a promise of good faith in order to gain military disadvantage. Got it. Injustice and perfidy and a ruthless political operation that contained the seeds of the January 6th Capitol riot eight months later and the consequent hyperbolic crackdown on Trump supporters. The film was produced by Liz Collin, a former anchor at a CBS affiliate in the Twin Cities who was taken off air during the riots and demoted because her husband, Bob Kroll, was the Minneapolis Police Union chief at the time. Their house was besieged by angry mobs yelling abuse over megaphones and beating piñata effigies of the couple throughout the trial of police officer Derek Chauvin. But she does not allow personal emotion to creep into the film. Instead, driving the narrative dispassionately with shocking new evidence, she interviews Chauvin in jail, where he is serving 21 years, his mother and many of the cops who have resigned. From false testimony in Chauvin's trial to police body cam footage of Floyd's arrest that was withheld hold- for two months, To the autopsy report that was altered after the FBI got involved, Colin presents a damning forensic record that needs avenging. Colin draws on new evidence unveiled last month in a sexual harassment suit filed by former Hennepin County Prosecutor Amy Sweezy against then-county attorney Mike Freeman. Sweezy's complaint details a revolt in the Hennepin County's Attorney's Office over the decision to charge Chauvin's fellow officers Tu Tao and Alexander Kyung and Thomas Lane with aiding and abetting second-degree murder. Lane and Kyung, who is black, were fresh out of the police academy. Sweezy and three other prosecutors refused to work on the case because it violated professional and ethical rules. In sworn testimony, prosecutors told of the insane extreme premium pressure they were under to throw the book at Chauvin and charge the other cops because the city was burning down. One said that Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison taking over the Chauvin cases was difficult, particularly when we had a governor who kind of threw us under the bus. The original autopsy report by Hennepin County Medical Examiner Dr. Andrew Baker, the day after Floyd died, found there was no physical evidence suggesting that Mr. Floyd died of asphyxiation. How about that? No physical evidence of asphyxiation. Mr. Floyd did not exhibit signs of something, can't pronounce it, medical term, or damage to his airways or thyroid, brain bleeding, bone injuries, or internal bruising. Sweezy claims that Baker also told her that day that there were no medical findings that showed any injury to the vital structures of Mr. Floyd's neck. There were no medical indications of asphyxia or strangulation. But then she claims Baker told her, Amy, what happens when the actual evidence doesn't match up with the public narrative that everyone's already decided on? This is the kind of case that ends careers. On May 31st, 2020, Sweezy said Baker shared the results of toxicology tests with prosecutors, which showed that Floyd, 46, had a fatal level of fentanyl in his blood, along with methamphetamine. Now, by the way, I knew this and I've reported this. I'm glad that it's in documentary form, but some of this stuff is not, and we knew it before last month. Floyd also had COVID and severe arteriosclerotic heart disease with one artery artery 75% obstructed and hyper intensive, I'm sorry, hypertensive heart disease. But Ben Crump, the ambulance chasing lawyer, showed up. And secured a $27 million payout for the Minneapolis City Council. Told the media George Floyd was a healthy young man. Oh, how about this one? Michael Baden? I've, I've seen that guy all over the place. The private forensic pathologist he hired, Dr. Michael Baden, declared without seeing Mr. Floyd's body or slides of the autopsy that there was no underlying medical problem that caused or contributed to his death. Hmm. This case was a moneymaker. Dr. Baden still shows up on... On Fox News all the time. Ever, ever wonder why he's got the liberty to show up on Fox News? Because every now and then he just uh, throws his throws his integrity away and just signs up for the... Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, if he, if he did that, got to find out. We'll check with Dr. Bodden. And it goes on. This document, how do we see it? I'll find out, and I'm going to tell you when I get back.